Afternoon all, talking trade live with On The Tool. I'm sitting in a boiling van, the sun's out. Apparently some people have got snow, so God knows what's happening. So what better time to have the show after 12 on a Thursday? Because this week, I'm going to throw it out there because it's a great subject. What is the hardest trade to learn? Now, we had a little chat off air. Is this hardest as in physically hardest? Is this hardest as in learning? Um, such as in the classroom, electrician, plumber, etc. Drop comments in. We're going to have a good old row, as us trades love to do. Uh, three very different trades, people, which is really good. And it's going to add to the mix. We've got the candle man um, who changed his name from Mark. He's a decorator up in the Midlands. Uh, we've got good old Karen, who everyone knows is a great spark. And James Bricklayer uh, from Leedsway. Um, welcome all. Um, first question. Karen, you use your brain a lot because you have to sit in a classroom with electricians, probably more than any other trade. Do you think that makes you guys one of the hardest trades to learn? Because I couldn't do it. Um, yeah, it's certainly there's a, there's a lot of maths involved. Um, and also, you know, it's not just the classroom stuff. You obviously go through all of that learning. But then when you actually get there, out there in the real world, well, everything works in a classroom. That's that's where your brain really comes in because when you're in a fault finding situation, you really need to think about things. So you're, you're constantly you're constantly thinking about the job that you're doing, the problems that might have been you might have come across in the job the day before, and what you're doing tomorrow. You know, it's 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 certainly you, you need a very active brain to to be a spark. On the flip side, Mark, decorating. How would you put that in terms of difficulty to learn? Yeah, I think it, I think it's one of the hardest trades to learn because um, we've normally got to correct all the plastering, all the second fix chippy work. We have to put everything else right to make ours look good. And um, the, the only trade they seem to snag them. The, on a new build site is, is the painters so if the plastering is no good it, it, they normally blame it on the painters it, it, if the woodwork is not up to scratch it's the painters fault so we, we've got to overcome all that valid uh, point valid point everyone send comments in um let's have a good old open discussion straight away barry uh binnett says decorating's the easy part mark so he's not on board with that um, well that's what they're saying isn't it if you can if you can pay you can paint it's not the case well that now james bricklaying mate yeah i would i'm going to stick my neck out here Running the line, and I appreciate you've got corbelling and stonework and working with, you know, lime, all the rest of it. But would you say basic brickwork is relatively straightforward to pick up or would you disagree? Disagree massively. So many people think that and that's why you've got, um, that's why you've got work on certain types of house building sites. Uh, one that's very popular that I probably shouldn't mention on here, but... Uh, a lot of work looks like a climbing frame. So I would say running into that line still takes a lot of skill because as you can see, gable ends, fronts and backs, um, the brickwork just looks absolutely horrendous and that's because it hasn't been run into the line. So, yeah, I would say it still takes a lot of skill to even be a line monkey. Well, I'm loving these comments. Keep them coming in. Uh, Dan, I can't pronounce your surname. Sorry, mate. Uh, Sparky, the hardest to learn. Plumbing is easy because shit flows downhill. 
There we go. Dan has completely finished the show, so we're done now. We're only four minutes in. <laughs> so, yeah, keep these all coming in. Oh, Alec Baker underpinning. James, kind of nearest to you out of all the trades. Yeah. That's not an easy job, is it, mate? I hate it. It's something that uh, I've not personally done myself, but I've seen it being done, and it is pretty technical. Uh, you need lots of preparation. A lot goes into it. Uh, you do have to use your brain. There's a lot of calculating and stuff like that. So, and it is an hard day's work as well because you've got to work around everything else. You've got to work around what's been done probably hundreds of years ago. Um, so you don't know what you're going to come up against. Um, yeah, them underpinners, they have it pretty difficult, to be fair. Well, Nathan Marshall's probably said something which is the most sensible so far. All trades are different to learn. No one's going to admit there is easier than the other. I think that's a fair comment, but we're here to have a little bit of a row, uh, Nathan. So um, I appreciate your honesty. Karen, um, what, do you, what do you think physically? Um, obviously, I, I believe you with electrics. You, you've got a, is a lot of work learning in the classroom. Physically, because... To me, all trades have got that element. You look at bricklaying. If you haven't got a labour, you've got to lug all the bricks and blocks and knock your own gauge up. Roofing, you're lugging up your eight by twos. Um, you know, plumbers have got to take their handbag out the van. So, you know, that's quite hard work. What do you reckon, Karen? Well, physically, you know, it's not always the actual... I could be on a job for four hours and spend 15 minutes connecting two cables together. And the other three hours and 45 minutes, getting that cable from one place to the other. You know, you've got the, your floorboards to come up or you've got to get in the loft. Um, out, you've got to chisel out walls. You know, you've got to think about routing. You've got to think about cable zones. You've got to think about are you complying with all the regs that you've got to comply with. I mean, what other trader's got a regs book that's like 3,000 million pages long? Um, none, as far as I know. Um, yeah. No, I do agree, Karen. Yeah. I do agree. Um, I just but want to there's say there's a lot that goes into it. Denver Chorner, um, this is what this show's good for. He came on a few weeks ago, um, asking for some advice of getting into a trade. He wanted to join our great industry, and we had a chat. And congratulations, mate! He's got himself onto a plumbing course. So, anyone watching that wants to join us, if you're a youngster, if you're changing profession later on in life. Get in touch with this show and we'll put the feelers out. A massive congratulations, Denver. I'm over the moon for you. Um, back on to uh, the subject this week, which is who's the hardest or what's the hardest trade to learn? Uh, back to you, Mark. Yeah. In terms of decorating, I... Listen, if you can piss, you can paint is a common expression. But you made a good point. Spreads can make your life a misery. Chippies, you know, arcs, skirts, all the rest of it can make it a nightmare. Do you, would you say you've got to have the most widespread ability to make everyone else's work look good? Yeah, I mean, when, like I say, I do a lot of the new builds and um, especially when you've finished, when you've completed painting the plot, uh, then, then it gets snagged. They're, they're always they're, they're always picking fault. One of the biggest things to pick fault on is the wall areas. And uh, as far as far as I'm concerned, a, a plaster finished wall it, it should be a finished product, but it never is. There's always problems with the plastering, um, and it, it's normally up to us guys to put it right. And a lot of the time, um, we have to put it right at, at our own expense. And when it comes down to like 
the carpentry work, you know, we, we have to deal with nails sticking out, um, might is not done correctly, and that all that all affects the overall finish uh, of what we're trying to achieve. So we, we, we always get ripped ripped to bits and um, fault picked with with our work, and it, it's not necessarily down to us. No, that's a fair point. James, um, I want to hear your response on the latest comment from Danny Martins. Renderers make dodgy Bricking's job look good. He's not wrong. <laughs> the thing is, though, mate, surely if you're running the line as a Bricky, you've got to be proud at what you leave behind. Now, we all know new builds, not naming any national developers, but we know who they are. Certain plank walls can be climbing walls. Um, yeah. Do you think that's down to the tradespeople having shit skills? Or them being under pressure to get it done for next to nothing as soon as possible. Yeah, well, every um, almost every bricking country works on a site nowadays is self-employed, uh, and obviously the term self-employed means self-employed. So you're there as yourself, as a business, so to speak. You are a business if you're on a site as a bricky. So you should always, always, always want to take pride in what you do, no matter what the rush is. Um, I'm in process now of recruiting. And I'm telling the people that are coming on board, we're not we're not going to fall behind because you're here on the morning and you're, you're there at night. You do a good job and you fall behind when you have to go back to put work right. If we get it right the first time, uh, you don't have to go back to it and put up right. That's it. It gets passed off. Off we go. Move on to the next one. We're at, we're out of there and uh, it gets passed on. So if you take pride in your work, get it right the first time, it not gets picked up. You're all right. Off you go on to the next one. But yeah, render is... Um, Renderers can save you a little bit, and some brickies use it as an excuse when they're building an house that's going to be rendered. Because um, even if it's like the slightest bit out, those guys, all right, renderer, renderer will get it. Um, but no, I, t I actually got got into into trouble off the mate who's a renderer because I pointed I pointed the block work, uh, and he didn't like it. He says, "No, just push, just push it up. It's better. Uh, you can't see where joints are going, uh, and I don't have to pack it out as much. So just flush it up on outside. It doesn't matter what it's look like getting rendered." But that's that's right from your point of view, James. You want it to look nice. It doesn't take two minutes to, you know, to dong up block work. It looks neat. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, always. Take pride. Don't, don't matter if you look your ass, just tell them to do one and just say, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a good job of it. It's going to look well. Leave me alone. Well, we've had a few opinions on. Uh, Michael Ainsworth reckons the painter looks way more tired than the others. I bet he's actually 23. Does that mean you work harder than everyone, Mark, or are you a bit older than that? Oh, yeah, yeah. We have to, yeah. We have, we have to graft in the uh, house bashing game. and It, it is it is quite physical, uh, especially on the top half of your body when you're rolling ceilings and walls out. Crawling around concrete floors with your, your knee pads on. Yeah, it is physical, and uh, yeah, I, I, I'm only 26, but I look, look about 53 now, don't I? Yeah, I mean, fair play. You've obviously had a rough life on the rollers yeah, and cutting yeah. in. Um, yeah. no, we sorry. had a comment earlier. Someone saying corking is a difficult trade. I really hope that was a joke because, uh, yeah, it's uh, well, we all know what corking is, isn't it? As long as you've got a finger and a, and a thumb, you can do it. Right. Um, Keep comments coming in. What I want to do at the end of the show is have a quick vote for everyone to suddenly throw in their comment. And we're going to have a quick summary. Who is the um, the hardest trade to learn? Which one is it in your eyes? And we can look at from what Karen said, 
in terms of understanding it and having more study work like an electrician or physical craft such as you know lugging up eight by twos up scaffold into picture roof so um let's um let's have a vote in about oh where are we about 10 to 15 minutes we'll have a good summary at the end right karen back to you you self-certify as do gas plumbers gas engineers uh, slightly off topic but kind of going towards the quality side of things do you think we should be licensed because then the quality from everyone's going to be the same which means in turn everyone's going to have to work that much bit harder yeah definitely it's a bit of a it's a bit of a bugbear isn't it it's like you know mm. We come up with all these rules and we come up with all these regs and we come up with these notification schemes and we come up with all this legislation, but anybody can go to B&Q and buy a fuse board. Um, and I think, you know, it, it, it devalues the, the, the it devalues the trade, you know, in the same, you, you know, I, I'm in the same way that, you know, Everybody gets taught how to make a circuit at school in physics, so suddenly everybody's an electrician. You know, there's a massive difference between making something work and making something safe. And you know, with regards to all the trades, uh, you know, there's quite a lot. You know, you're not going to die. You're not going to die if if your window is slightly wonky, are you? Whereas if you know, if you haven't done your calculations correctly and your cable's too small and your breaker's too big, there's potential for fire, isn't there? So, um, okay, Karen, let yeah, me ask you one question. This, this baffles me, this, and I'd love to hear everyone else's view on it if you're a spark. As you know, you can obviously, once you're qualified, sign off your own work if it's NIC, IC, or NAPIT, whoever. However, me as a multi trade, I can first and second fix a house I'm doing up, get building control to sign it off. How do they know what cables I've run under floors and in ceilings once it's closed off and what connections I've made to the board? Or am I missing something? I, I, I wasn't aware that you could get building control to sign it off. I thought that yeah. you had to have, I thought, I think if building control sign it off, what they actually do is they employ an electrician to come and test and inspect it. And that electrician will sign it off via the Part P scheme. That's my understanding. I don't think the building inspector can sign it off. No, but we, what my, my point is, is, they're not going to be there all the time. They don't know the shortcuts people could have made. If you no. as an electrician are doing your own work, you know what standard you've done it to. Yeah. And for that reason, a lot of quality sparks will not sign off other people's work um, because Agreed. they don't yeah. know. They don't know yeah. whether you've grommeted everything. They don't know whether you've run the cables in, in the correct zones. They don't know whether you've put 69 junction boxes under the floor. Yeah. Um, yeah, so for, for that reason, a lot of sparks won't do it. No, I agree. And listen, at the end of the day, sign it off. You put in your your name against someone that could, you know, sadly have an accident. Worst case, kill themselves. Right back to the hardest trade. Matt Scanlon, straight in with landscaping, and um, kind of closest to you, this James, sort of with your brickwork outside. He says going from brickwork to stone masonry to patios defencing, different patios with different materials, slabs or edging. Obviously, you've got your porcelain in there. Requires different ways of cutting. Porcelain especially becoming more popular, you're right. It's an absolute ball like cutting that stuff. Uh, if it chips, it's 50 quid down the pan. James, landscaping, Max Scanlon's put across a good view. Would you agree with him? Yeah, definitely. I appreciate a good landscaper. It includes, like, so much. There's a lot to it. There's not just laying bricks. There's not just putting a bit of type 1 down and uh, laying some 
450 by 450 flags on top of it. It's not just, it's a bit of everything, like he says, the porcelain, the uh, the flagging, the turf, the uh, the boundaries, a few steps, water features. I've got a mate who's a landscape, uh, and he does some absolutely unbelievable work. He does some uh, real nice look, luxury garden spaces. He, he could like transform your garden from what looks like an old council house, typical estate looking garden to you'd see on an executive new build house. So landscapers, yeah, definitely, definitely a difficult trade to learn because you're learning about five or six trades all in one. Yeah. If you've just joined us, we're halfway through this week's Talking Trade Live and we are discussing what is the hardest trade to learn. I think at the moment, from comments coming in and discussions with my three guests, we've got landscaping and electrical work is the sort of, at the moment, up the top. Now, Mark, I'm going to throw this in there. Being a multi-spreading, I think, is hard work. You having to cover up a lot of crap work are going to vouch for this. Would you say spreading is pretty hard to learn, judging by the rubbish you've seen over the years? Yeah, I, I, I would like to, to be doing that trade. I think it is quite a hard, hard job to learn. And, uh, and a, a, lot, a lot of the time you, you're doing it in um, poor weather conditions, etc. So, yeah, I, I agree. It must be a hard trade. So spreading possibly at the moment, everyone, let us know what you think. And if you agree, we've got landscaping and electrics up there is the hardest to learn. Um, I suppose James is the closest to uh, landscaping. So if either of these win, um, then James or Karen have got to go and I was going to say buy everyone a pint, but we're not allowed in the bloody pubs yet. So let's um, Michael Ainsworth. I like your sense of humor, my friend. He says an architect, the hardest trade. Oh, wait. It's not a bloody trade. Yeah, fair point, mate. Uh, let's put a few measurements into the computer. Let it spit out some drawings. Um, okay, James, back to you. Landscaping. Um, that's another one of these jobs that can make or break a project, can't it? A rough landscaper, no matter how nice the house is, it can ruin it. Yeah, yeah. It's got to look bang on because there's so much to it. There's lots of different stuff you can have. Like I said about a water feature, you can have uh, steps that are slightly out. That because they're so, they're not. It's like a little bit of every trade. So it's like a little bit of brickwork, a little bit of porcelain flagging, a little bit of turf, a little bit of a planter or something like that. And every single little tiny detail of all them different aspects of landscaping need to be hundred percent perfect. And if one of them's, uh, if one of them looks a dog, it'll just make the old job look bad. Right, what I'm going to do, we've got about 10 minutes left. We'll have a little vote at the end. I'm going to bring up each trade, um, or certainly the majority of them, and I'm going to go around the guests, and we're going to have a basically, is it a hard trade to learn? So a bit of fun, and then at the end, we'll go down to the last three and get everyone to vote on it. So, Karen, starting with you, let's go electric. It's pretty tough to learn, would you say? Definitely. Uh, yeah, definitely. And uh, as well, if you think about all the changes in technology, from electricity the way it was even 10 15 years ago to now you've got so it, it's you know it's one of the trades that's become so much more advanced because of all the new technology that's coming on board in the world so um you've got to keep up with that as well so it's not just learning it you're, you're learning every single day because new stuff's coming on the market every single day Mark, would you say roofing is a hard trade to learn? Roofing? Yeah. What's your view on that, mate? I don't know. I've never seen a roofer. 
that's because they're stuck up there. No one knows what they're doing. Well, I mean, you know, a roofer as in cutting in all the valleys, all the lead work, um, you know, obviously felt, batten, tiling. Is it is it a really hard trade to learn? Oh, I think once they know what they're doing, I don't think it's that that, that hard to to earn the money on or anything like that. So, yeah, it's probably slightly physical, but I, I wouldn't have thought it'd be that hard to learn. Myself. Right, roofing's off the list, so we're straight on to James. Scaffolding, a hard trade to learn. Uh, I'm going to say, yeah, because every scaffold is an absolute nutcase, and if they hear me say no, they'll just come and kick me head in. But, uh, right, no, but James has got his skirt on today, so the real answer is no, it's not hard. So he's just he's just worried that some scaff's going to come around and stick a pole through the back of his van. So scaffolding's off the list. Karen, plumbing, is that a tough trade to learn? I'm going to have to say yes, because... Uh, you know, there is some science involved in it, isn't there? You know, water doesn't flow on its own and gas is, at the end of the day, a flammable substance. So I'm going to go yes. Interesting. Right, so we've got plumbing in it. Mark, um, obviously we have one of these on, but I'm not going to ask him. What do you think about brick layers, brickwork, stonemasons? Would you class that as a hard trade to learn? Yeah, I think there's quite a lot of skill involved in, in learning the, those types of trades. So, yeah, I'd definitely say it's quite a hard trade to learn. So, James, over to you, landscapers. I think I know where you sit on this. Yeah, well, first of all, um, I regret everything I've ever said about painters. You're not all that bad after all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, landscapers, like I said, difficult trade to learn because it's not just one trade to me. It's a lot of trades all in one. Karen, carpenters, um, I'll classify joiners as part of that because um, we'll be here all day otherwise. So carpentry, joinery, first, second fix, cabinet making, hard trade to learn? Yes, I think if you're at the top of your trade, that is a hard trade to learn because there's, a, again, there's a lot of maths in it. There's a lot of skill in, you know, choosing materials, using the right tools. Um, so I'm going to go yes. No, I agree with that. Now, Mark, spreading, plastering, hard trade to learn? Yeah, I'd say so. I, I wouldn't fancy uh, having to do it and the conditions that they have to work in as well. So, yeah, I think there's quite a lot of skill involved in it, personally. Not all of them who call themselves plasters can actually do the job. Same same with painting. You know, they get, there's plenty of painters that say they can paint, but they can't. But yeah, when it comes to spreading any any plastering, there there is quite a, lot, uh, a degree of skill involved. I think with that. Demolition, James. Where do you sit on that? How hard is it? How hard is it? Demolition. Uh, I'm being hundred percent honest. That's the first time I've heard demolition being called a trade. Uh, <laughs> well, okay, let me bring it into groundworks demo and groundworks. Then let's open it up a little bit. Yeah. Oh, groundworks. Uh, groundworks is well. It depends. There's two types of groundworks, isn't there? There's your machine, your machine, uh, machine monkeys and sit there playing with paddles all day, digging, digging stuff up. Uh, and then there's the proper grafters that are on floor on shovel, uh, doing your drainage, doing the setting out, doing brainy stuff and and donkey work. So them them ones have it hard, but them machine machine monkeys no demolition. Uh, to be fair, it probably is quite hard on your body, but it doesn't take much brain work. You're just running with a sledgehammer and do your thing. 
Um, so if you're in the uh, Leeds area, um, James Norton here basically thinks scaffolding any demo work ground workers is a piece of piss. He's sitting in his van. He'd love to come and have a chat with you. <laughs> let's have a good old wind up. Uh, right, let, let's, um, Karen, just to sort of get the last few together, I think we've got to get a bit of a short list here. Um, off this list so far, we've got plumbers, sparks, carpenters, Bricklayers and spreads are on the list. Which one would you take off that list? I think we need to get it down to three and then put it out for a vote. That is a hard one, but if I if it's got to be one, I'm going to go spreads. Oh, spreads have gone. So, uh, Karen, Karen's, um, I believe, in the Midlands. So, um, if you're looking for any. <laughs> Um, uh, any plastering work, she's a big fan. Uh, so Mark, uh, out of electricians, plumbers, bricklayers, landscapers, which one would you knock off that list? I, I'm, I'm gonna have to go with landscapers, it can't be that hard to learn, can it? Really, I mean, in the garden, chuck that bark all over the mud, throw the turf down. With a scaffold plane, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to go for landscapers. Do <laughs> you know when we're allowed to? We need to do this show live in the studio with everyone because I think by the end of it, we're going to be having tear ups and a roll around on the floor. And that's what's great about this show, we can have a good old honest chat, right? So, um, we're down at the final three, we're down to um, sparks, plumbers, and bricklayers. So we've got a couple of minutes left. Um, I'm going to skip week's rest. And if everyone can put a comment in and vote who is the hardest, sorry, what's the hardest trade to learn, we'll have an overall winner at the end. James, to summarise, spark plumbers or bricklayers. Hardest trade to learn, mate. Um, let's eliminate plumbers because nowadays it's not proper plumbing, is it? It's just push fit. Uh, yeah. oh, that's brilliant. I love it. Yeah, and a couple of pipes, pushing them together. There's no, there's none of. Uh, if I'm gonna go by what uh, older boys have told me and stuff like that, plumbing's absolutely not like. To be fair, no trade is, but plumbing has got to be one of the most simple trades to learn, in my opinion. So that leaves us with sparkies and brickies. Um, sparkies, you've got to use a lot of brain power, but it's not physically demanding. Bricklaying's probably all the way around. <laughs> very, uh, very physically demanding, but once you've got hang of it after a. Uh, you know, standard apprenticeship for bricklaying is two years, in it? So I think after that two years, maybe six, six or eight more months on site, you should have out of it. And it's just your body that takes over instead of your brain. Listen, let's be fair, Bricky. If you've got a decent labour, it's not that hard graft, is it? Karen, <laughs> electrics or bricklaying, where is your vote? Well, obviously, it's electrics. Um, yeah, and if only the fact that, you know... Uh, in the last 12 months alone, you know, at least, you know, advancements in wiring have changed so much. You know, we've now, we've now got switches with kinetic energy that mean that you don't have to run a switch line hundreds of metres down the garden. You know, you can make your lights work from from inside your house. You can't, you can't build a wall remotely, can you? <laughs> Just... Um, yeah, it, so uh, yeah, I'm going to go sparks just because of the, the 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 product knowledge that you have to have. I mean, I'm not a bookie. I'm not saying it's a simple job, but there's probably a finite number of bricks that you'll need to know about, and there probably hasn't been a hundred different types of bricks that have come onto the market in the last twelve months. 
Right, I'm going to lead. Uh, Karen, I've got to read some comments out to support your view because I'm absolutely dying here. Simon, love it. Brickies don't have to mix. Um, let's have a look at the other ones. Um, Ryan Olden, bricklayers, one on top of the other. Not that hard to learn. This is genius. Uh, Simon, love it. It's back with another one. My grandson can lay a brick. So, judging by comments, I think we're going towards Sparks here. Mark, Sparks here, Brickies, harder to play to learn. That's what I say, being, learning to be a sport's got to be w one of the hardest to learn. I, I think once, once you know the basics of bricklaying, then it, it can't be that hard, can it? Like, like you said, mo most of it's done for them anyway. They ain't got to carry anything from anything. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, listen, everyone, uh, we have literally got a minute and a half left. Please send in your votes, Sparks or Bricklayers. What is the hardest trade to learn? At the moment, Sparks is winning, which, let's be fair, as Karen said, is a lot of classroom-based stuff, keeping up with regs and all the changes to the regs, which, you know, is, is something I couldn't do. But physically, um, we've had bricklayer shot to pieces by everybody. This is brilliant. Uh, next time when we're allowed, we're going to do this in a boxing ring. We're going to have a corner each and uh, we're all going to meet in the middle because this is just great fun. Uh, oh, look, here we go. The votes are coming in. I've got to say, according to not just the viewers, but also uh, my three great guests this week, the hardest trade to learn is sparks. Electricians, you've been voted the hardest trade to learn. I think judging by everything we've gone through and the reasons why, I'd kind of agree with that, um, which makes you go to sort of realise that's why they've got so much money. That's why they all drive Rolls Royces and Bentleys. They've yeah. got a leaf blower to blow all the 50s out the way to get to the front door in the morning. And they live in a whacking great house. And they have, they have staff quarters, West Wing, East Wing, made cook a lot. So there we go. Sparks, you've been voted the hardest trade to learn. Um, Keep in touch. Keep comments coming in after this. What topics would you like to see on Talking Trade? Um, and once this COVID gets out of the way, uh, we're going to be doing it in a boxing ring. We're going to have a proper old school tear up because really this is a lot of fun. Have a great week. See you next Thursday.